Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canton and Carlin? I may not ever have been asked a more insulting question than do I enjoy food. It's Canty and Carlin <laughs> on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app on a huge Monday. We are thrilled to be with you. We are presented by our good friends at Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Canty, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, big fella. How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. Had a lot of fun yesterday in Kansas City. Had never been uh, to Arrowhead before. Man, that is a die-hard city. That is a, and it was a great, great atmosphere. But Canty, we've got so much more to begin with in the NFL. We'll get to it all. Let us start with what happened in Green Bay. And oh my Lord, the Packers came from behind and beat the Cowboys. I am absolutely stunned, frankly, that that happened. Uh, Two touchdown lead early in the fourth quarter, and that happens to Dallas. I was very surprised that that happened. Yet today, Canty, I hear people making the case. I hear Mm. people getting suckered in. I hear that we have to, we have to, apparently by contract believe that somehow Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to make a playoff push off of this win yesterday. And I guess my only question is, can we please stop? Yeah, I'm not buying into the Packers being a playoff team just after that one performance. I mean, Carlin, we have to think about the previous nine games. Are the Green Bay Packers more the outfit that we saw during that span, or are they more of what we saw on Sunday? And I would say the latter, the, the former as opposed to the latter, and the reason why is I believe that game yesterday told us more about the Dallas Cowboys than it did Green Bay. Mm. I mean, think about it, Carlin. The self-inflicted wounds that we thought this Dallas Cowboys team got past this year When you start talking about penalties at inopportune times, when you talk about turnovers, think about this. In the first half, the Dallas Cowboys essentially spotted the Green Bay Packers 14 points, ball for the two interceptions from Dak Prescott. Shout out to Rudy Ford for being able to pull those down. But if you think about their possession in overtime, Carlin, they got the ball. They got the coin toss went their way. They got the football, and they had two huge offensive penalties one where Jalen Tolbert lines up offsides. I don't know how the wide receiver lines up offsides, <laughs> but that happened. They were able to overcome that one, but couldn't overcome the penalty by Connor McGovern, their guard, on a holding call after a run that put the ball inside the 30 in the, for the uh, Dallas Cowboys offense. So those two situations, in effect, cost the Dallas Cowboys an opportunity to get out of Lambeau Field with the win, and that comes down to coaching, and that comes down to the level of urgency that you're approaching the game with. And, Carlin, as I watched the way that that game unfolded, it was clear to me that the Dallas Cowboys didn't come back from the bye week because from a talent standpoint, they had more than enough to beat that Green Bay team, yet they kept giving the Packers opportunities to climb back in the game, and that was all that Aaron Rodgers and company needed in order to get it done. I I think the Cowboys just handed it to them. I think that's exactly what happened, Canty. And listen – 
Aaron Rodgers is still one of the great quarterbacks that's ever played the game. There's no denying that. And at some point, you knew that Christian Watson was going to start catching the football. None of that is a surprise. But when you let the Green Bay Packers absolutely run the football down your throats, I mean, can't he? 207 yards rushing. Are you kidding me? 207 yards rushing. That's embarrassing on many levels for a defense that many of us have considered to be pretty good. That That's not an off day. That's an off-full day. Yeah, but, Carlin, we knew that was the one place where the Dallas Cowboys defense was soft. But not to this level. Well, not to this level. Well, maybe you didn't know, but I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, you, when, when you have those guys that, that like to, you know, play on the edge, they jump around, they rely on their athleticism, don't necessarily stick their face in the fan, mm. that's how you, you, you set yourself up to have a situation where Green Bay can – can run the ball as effectively as they did. And, you know, I spelled it out on Get Up this past Friday when I was on the show, and I, I didn't think that the Green Bay Packers would be able to do it to the point where they'd be able to win the game. But I thought if they were going to have a path to victory, it was going to have to rely more on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon than it was going to be Aaron Rodgers. Well, in fact, let's hear exactly the game plan that you laid out because you may as well have been in the team meeting when they were giving it out. It has to be a heavy dose of A.J. Dillon, and it has to be a heavy dose of Aaron Jones. Case in point, fourth quarter, first drive for the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. in their matchup in Philly. Yep. 13 plays, 75 yards. The Eagles threw the ball three times, ate up seven minutes o'clock. It was Lee G. It was dive. It was belly. That's what it needs to be for the Green Bay Packers. Shorten the game and try to make this a situation where you out-physical the Dallas Cowboys. That's their only path. And what do you know? When you watch the Packers go on their game-tying drive, what are they doing? They're running the football right down their throats. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers made a couple of throws when he needed to, but it wasn't Rodgers just spitting it all over the lot. It was Dylan and it was Jones doing exactly what they did all day. Yeah, I mean, it was 39 rush attempts for 207 yards, Carlin. I mean, that that is a heavy diet of the run game, and when you have that kind of dominance on the ground, and you're asking Aaron Rodgers to only drop back 20, 22 times, that's probably going to be a formula for success. We used to always go by the amount of completions plus the number of rush attempts in order to have success. Coaches used to say 50 was the magic number. If you could have 50 runs plus completions and no turnovers, you're probably going to leave out of the stadium with a win, and that's exactly what we saw from Green Bay yesterday Aaron Rodgers, 14 completions, 39 rush attempts. That's 53. The Green Bay Packers executed that formula to a T, and that's exactly what they have to be if they're going to have success on the offensive side of the ball. Everybody is praising Christian Watson, and rightfully so, because the rookie had a huge day after getting his season out to an ominous start when he dropped that bomb for a touchdown against Minnesota. But, Carlin, look at the touchdown catches that Christian Watson made. Two of the three came with hard play action with Aaron Rodgers turning his back to the defense to execute the play fake. That creates the void between the second and third level defenders in that Cowboys defense, and that's all Christian Watson needed to run through in order to get touchdowns. That's how this Packers offense is going to get their explosives. It's going to be with the run game, sucking up that front seven, and creating more opportunities for separation downfield with those receivers. It's amazing to say this, Carlin, but – When defensive linemen know it's going to be passed, they're that much better at being able to rush the passer. (laughs) But when you force them to play the run, 
then all of a sudden you have a better chance at being able to get chunk yardage on first and second down in the passing game. That's exactly what we saw from Green Bay yesterday, and that's who they have to be in order to win. But, again, I think that game yesterday told us more about the Cowboys than it did the Packers because I don't anticipate Green Bay being able to do this uh, continuously, but I do think that teams are going to take this blueprint and try to execute it against the Dallas Cowboys moving forward in the second half. And I think that's where Dallas can have a little bit of trouble. Remember, this was a team that traded for Jonathan Hankins, defensive tackle for the Raiders. They traded for him at the deadline for a reason. They knew that they had some issues holding up with the run game, especially in between the tackles, um, consistently. And, And I think that came to light a little bit yesterday. Nobody wants to go against this Dallas Cowboys pass rush. So why put them in situations where they can get after your quarterback, Mm. run the football, Mm -hmm. force them to play the game that way on those terms, and you'll see that that defense has some holes in it. All right, more on the Cowboys in a second. But let's at least acknowledge the part of the equation that is kind of maddening. People all of a sudden believing now that the Packers are going to go on this run. Hmm. Guys, look at their schedule. Let's just put it this way, okay? To guarantee you're going to get in the playoffs in the NFC, you have to get to 10. Yeah. You probably have a decent chance if you get to nine, right? You probably have a chance. Because of the because of the way the NFC is right now, I'd say you've got a chance. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Right. That, that, that 49ers team looked damn good last night. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to know where five wins are coming from, from in this stretch. Tennessee at home, who we're back to talking about maybe being around the one seed. You and I aren't talking about it, but people are mm-hmm. in the AFC. You go to Philadelphia, you go to Chicago for the next three weeks before mm-hmm. you buy. I mean, it's going to be over before the bye week. Let's just be clear about that. But even if it's not, you get the Rams, but then you go to Miami and you get Minnesota at home and Detroit, who's playing very tough and very inspired football and finally got a way to get over to Canty. Where are their five wins in those seven games for the Packers? I'm believing more of what I saw for the majority of the season than in what I saw in yesterday. Yeah, I mean, they need five wins. I only count three. I mean, yeah. if you want to give them the game at the Bears, you want to give them the game against the Rams, you want to give them the game against the Lions, okay, fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Tennessee is not going to be in a walk in the park, although it is at Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia and Miami, you might as well go ahead and cancel Christmas with those. I mean, <laughs> at home against Minnesota on New Year's Day, maybe you have a chance. But, again, even with nine wins, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to get into the playoffs, Carlin. So I just look at what the San Francisco 49ers are bringing to the party, where the Giants and the Cowboys are at. It feels like that, that the lead that they've been able to build up while Green Bay has been struggling is going to be insurmountable. So I just don't see it happening for the Packers. Uh, I do think that this changes the math a little bit when it comes to what does the future of the Green Bay Packers look like at quarterback? Because we were talking about when we need to see Jordan Love so they can make an evaluation on what he is or what he isn't and figure out a plan for that room with the quarterbacks moving forward. But with Aaron Rodgers doing what he did yesterday and those young receivers potentially building confidence because of their performances, then maybe you go ahead and ride it out with Aaron Rodgers and you hope that things can be better as they turn the page to 2023. But – Again, I'm not all the way there yet, but yeah. I think now that becomes a part of the conversation, whereas it felt like a fait accompli that the season was going to get away from him, 
And if it was going to spiral as bad as it was, because remember, they were on the verge of their sixth consecutive loss going into that fourth quarter, yep. being down double digits. Mm-hmm. If this season had continued to spiral in that direction, we're talking about playing Jordan Love sooner rather than later and Aaron Rodgers being at the end of the road with the Packers. But because they got that win yesterday, I think that now allows the organization to entertain the possibility that Aaron Rodgers being in the fold makes some sense for them not only in 2022, but 2023 and beyond. I have no doubt that we will be revisiting that conversation and relatively shortly. As <laughs> to no doubt. That there is no question in my mind that by Christmas time, we will actually see Jordan Love playing some football for the Green Bay Packers. Wow. It's, it's a chance for you to be a part of the Canty and Carlin Nation right now on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Canty, let's, for a moment, talk about the Cowboys' offense. What Mm. have we been talking about for weeks? The need to continue to play the way they did when Cooper Rush was in there for Dak Prescott, and that Mm. is run the football and then... You move on from there and hopefully make the plays in the passing game when you need to. They didn't completely get away from it yesterday, but they did somewhat. They ran the football effectively. There was no Zeke Elliott, and that was a big part of it. But Pollard ran for over 100 yards on 22 carries. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much you can continue to feed him the ball when he's never been that guy before. Yeah, I'm not going to blame it all on the coaching staff, but can't he – there needed to be a little bit more to what they were doing in that second half. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, Pollard had 11 carries in the first half, and he had nine carries in the second half and two carries in overtime. It wasn't as if they abandoned it completely, but I didn't understand why you wouldn't stay more with a run focus in the second half, especially when you have a double-digit lead. Because Especially the goal when you should, can run the ball on the Packers, too. <laughs> exactly. The goal should be to salt the game away at that point, right, Carlin? Yep. I, I mean, that you, you try to lean on your run game. You make sure that you, you, you pound them up front. And then if there are opportunities that are wide open because you've got one-on-one coverage and favorable matchups, then you take them. But there's no world in which it makes sense to drop back 16 times in the second half and only run the ball 12. Not when you're leading by 14 points. And so... Mike McCarthy has some explaining to do, but I think a part of the explanation is going to be the penalties, Carlin. You just can't have the kind of penalties that the Dallas Cowboys had in the second half and in overtime. You you can't allow that to happen. I mean, you're talking about five penalties for 45 yards. Those types of things cost you games because they kill drives. When you have those offensive holding penalties, when you have an offsides by a wide receiver, those are totally within the control of your players. And the fact that they they don't execute in those moments takes me back to the Dallas Cowboys that we saw in the wild card round against the San Francisco 49ers. So I think it is fair to have some serious questions about what the ceiling is for this Cowboys team because, in effect, this was a big game for them. They had an opportunity to put away the Green Bay Packers and to stay in the driver's seat for that top wild card spot and potentially keep their hopes of winning the division alive, Carlin, because they have another date with the Philadelphia Eagles. So... I just don't understand with everything to play for how they let this game get away from them against a team that had just lost to the Detroit Lions, which might be the worst team in the conference. Well, I mean, Kenty, they played nine games. 
have 64 penalties. That's seven penalties a game. Is that right? Nine times seven, six. Yeah, seven penalties a game. I, they're the fifth most penalized team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. It just, but the, the, how does the song continue to remain the same at this point for this team, especially in bigger games? That's what bothers me the most is that we see it really rear its ugly head in these games that, not that we call them measuring stick games, but when you go out there yesterday and and you have a chance to beat Green Bay and, let's be clear, completely finish off their season, and Mm -hmm. you didn't do that. And it was because of those self-inflicted problems. Uh, That is thoroughly bothersome. But overall, oddly, oddly, I'll admit, I don't come out of the game overly concerned about the Cowboys yet. You know, I think one thing that you and I have seen over the last few weeks is maybe I tend to be a little bit loose with the leash when it comes to giving <laughs> teams an opportunity. But, Canty, you have said it many times, okay? And I, it has taken me a little bit more time to get there to realize what you've been 100% right about. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I still give them a little bit of leeway here where before I'm really concerned about the Cowboys. Why, why give them leeway, though? That's what I don't understand. Why do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Because I have looked at the majority of this picture so far this year, and I'm impressed with the fact that they are 6-3 and three, considering everything that has gone wrong so far. So I, I think their ability to tackle adversity is a little bit better than maybe – we have seen in the past. And you may be right, but I mean it's still a big problem when your defense can't stop the run, Carlin, because yeah. how 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 it's not really to your benefit to be able to rust the passer if you can't stop the run. Our you know, in the NFL we have a saying, you know, you have to earn the right to rush the passer, and earning that right means being able to win on early downs and distances against the run game because it's hard to pass rush on third and two. So I think that's a situation that you have to watch. And now that it's on tape. Everybody else is going to be paying attention to that, Carlin. What do you think the New York Giants are going to be looking at? What do you think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be looking at when they play them the second time of the round? Those those teams are going to be circling the Dallas Cowboys and saying, we don't want to have to deal with Michael Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence in the pass rush, so we're just going to run the football until until you stop it. And based on what we saw with Green Bay running the ball damn near 40 times for 200 yards, there will be no reason for a team to stop it if the Dallas Cowboys can't stiffen up a little bit, can't bow their necks, and get that done. So that's the thing that I'm watching for the Cowboys in the second half. Can you stop the run? Because if you can't, all of a sudden you're not as good defense. Think about this, Carlin. The Green Bay Packers scored nine points against the worst scoring defense in the National Football League in Week 9 in the Detroit Lions. They came out and hung 31 on the Dallas Cowboys. 31. One-week difference. No Romeo Dobbs. They hung 31 points. Even Aaron Rodgers sounded shocked after the game. <laughs> that, but, that, but that's my point, though, Carlin. Yep. That, that, like, how good of a defense are you if you can't stop the run and then Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Romeo Dobbs and yet you allow them to run the ball for 200 yards and to score 31 points. The Dallas Cowboys, they might not like what happened to them yesterday. The only way they're going to shut that down and keep that from happening again is if they prove they can stop the run. Because if they can't, it's going to continue to look the way that we saw it in Lambeau Field. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, if you're suffering from hair loss or worried about your hair, you have got to check out Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts. Now, 
Take it from me. The sooner you take action, the more options you're going to have for keeping and restoring your hair. Bosley has both surgical and non-surgical solutions to help you keep the hair you have and grow thicker, fuller hair where you need it most. Right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit and $250 gift card toward a procedure. Just text Carlin to 203-203. You don't want to wait when it comes to hair loss. Trust me, okay? Just get the information, learn what you can be doing right now to keep or grow your hair. People trust Bosley. They are truly the leaders in hair restoration. They have the most experience restoring hair, and experience matters. So what are you waiting for? Get your free Bosley information kit and a $250 off gift card when you text Carlin to 203-203. Again, text Carlin, C-A-R-L-I-N, to 203-203. And get your hair back with Bosley. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? The highlights courtesy of 620 WTMJ up in Wisconsin. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. For more perspective on the Cowboys and Packers and everything in the NFL, we welcome in our front office insider. He is Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us right now. So, Mike, let's get right into it. Off of that game yesterday, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, do you have very real concerns? Um, I have some concerns just in terms of I thought Dak would have played better, you know, the fourth down throw, not making plays with his feet, guys. I think it's kind of catching up with him a little bit. Um, 
but look, they went to overtime, and they're not going to be the first or last team to lose to Green Bay and Lambeau. I know it's not the same old Packers, but um, I still think this team has a chance to make a meaningful run in the playoffs. Mike, does yesterday's game tell us more about the Green Bay Packers or more about the Dallas Cowboys? I think it tells us what Matt LaFleur's call sheet should look like. When you look at what Aaron Rodgers was able to do in play action, guys, like that's who they are. When he could sit up in play action, they are hard to beat. And I don't know why they don't run it more, but um, they're almost unstoppable when they get their run game going and Aaron Rodgers is flowing with uh, play action passes. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with us. Mike, uh, you watched that Bills game yesterday. Are they in trouble in the AFC with all of the issues that they seem to have? I think that uh, they got to get healthy on the back end. Davis why he hasn't played. Um, Micah Hyde's out for the year. Jordan Poyer's missed the last four games. They're 1-3 when he's gone. So I think health in the secondary will go a long way. And then obviously, you know, cleaning up the uh, turnovers is really important. Mike, yesterday, another ho-hum performance for Patrick Mahomes. 331 yards passing, four touchdowns to four different receivers. Just how much better are the Kansas City Chiefs than the rest of the teams in the AFC? Yeah, I think it's them and everybody else. You know, and a couple of weeks ago, we would have said, oh, you know, it's Buffalo, and Buffalo goes into Kansas City. And, you know, look, Josh Allen has to play better. We talked about Buffalo's secondary issues, and right now, Kansas City, even without Tyreek Hill, just looks like the most complete team. And, um, you know, it's hard to say that there's a better football player on the planet right now than Patrick Mahomes. The one question I would ask about Kansas City, Mike, is are they going to be good enough defensively when it matters the most? Does the Chiefs defense, from what you can evaluate, have enough? I think it has a chance to get better. Um, You know, when you look at – look – no defense right now is going to just be able to shut out the opponents, but mm-hmm. they can get to the passer. Chris Jones is a great dominant player. I think their linebackers, in my opinion, are slightly underrated. Uh, Nick Bolton in particular, me, he's a guy that is a productive player. And when you look at their secondary, um, really like their first-round pick, Trent McDuffie, uh, a corner. And so they do have playmakers at all three levels. I think George Karloftis, their other first-round pick, they're going to have to get more out of him at some point. But it's certainly a defense that it's not elite, but it still should be good enough. Talking with our resident general manager, Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN front office insider on Canty and Carlin. And Mike T, a person that you and I both know very well, Bill Parcells, used to always say you are what your record says you are. Well, the Miami Dolphins record when Tua plays, they're 7-0 and when he starts and finishes games. Another big-time performance yesterday out in Cleveland, and I got to ask you this question. Is Tua playing well enough to lead the Miami Dolphins to a championship? Well, that's a great question. He's playing really good football right now. I don't know if I can put him in that level with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but, boy, he's having a great year. And, you know, every week that he stacks, you know, those performances on top of each other, uh, it's certainly getting more, you know, it's, it's becoming reality. Yesterday they were able to run the ball really well. Jeff Wilson was a really good pickup for them. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, Okay, so if that's the case, um, when you look at it, it's amazing to me that we can think that um, they're in this position, but what is going to be the key for them to truly challenge uh, for a conference championship? 
Well, um, look, Tua has to stay healthy. Uh, defensively, they've had you know some injuries. Apparently, Agba could be out for the year now, uh, but getting Bradley Chubb should help with that. So, um, and they got some injuries in the secondary. Byron Jones hasn't played yet this year, so it's certainly on the defensive side of the ball. Talking with Mike Tannenbaum, our resident general manager on Canty and Carlin. And Mike T, going into yesterday, if you ask me, the Dallas Cowboys were the biggest threat to the Philadelphia Eagles, running away with the number one seed in the NFC. Now it feels like that team is Minnesota. Just how good can this Eagles team be in your eyes? Well, really good. You know, they, they don't beat themselves. Jalen Hurts is playing really good football, guys. And then um, when you look at um, – what they're doing defensively. They got two really good corners. James Bradbury's playing a lot better now than he did as with the Giants, and they could rush the passer. So they could sort of like pass the score, run to win, and they can get off the field because of great pass rush and corner play. So right now, like they're checking every box, in my opinion, and I think they win tonight and uh, certainly are the odds on favorite. Mike, appreciate it. Awesome stuff as usual. Great insight. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider. In just moments on Canty and Carlin, a story that goes beyond sports. We will discuss in just moments. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? By now, you've probably heard the tragic story of what happened at the University of Virginia last night. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. A former UVA football player who is suspected of killing three football players and wounding two other students uh, is in custody. Three football players were Lavelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, and Deshaun Perry. And, of course, there are two others. One is in critical condition. Senseless violence just continues, as we know. But... um, 
more than anything about thinking and keeping the whole community of the University of Virginia uh, in our thoughts. Chris is, of course, very close to uh, everyone at the University of Virginia, Virginia as a UVA grad. And, and Chris, I mean, you just can never make sense of anything like this. No, it's senseless violence, Carlin. And uh, before I say what I want to say about what took place last night, I want to offer my my thoughts and my prayers to the families of the victims. My heart breaks for them. Um, This is not something that you would expect to worry about when you send your child to college. And apparently this is something that happened after a class field trip to watch a play in Washington, D.C. And uh, somewhere along the return trip, violence broke out and... This individual, this suspect, decided to end the lives of three players that are tied to the football family. And there's one other player um, that has been identified by his father, according to the Washington Post. That would be running back Mike Hollins, who's a junior. Um, But, big fella, this is not something that is supposed to happen on any college campus anywhere, but in particular UVA. And, you know, I was a four-year letterman there, spent five years on campus because I redshirted, a lot of fond memories there, and a lot of that associated with uh, being a part of the football program. And, you know, I know Tony Elliott played against him when he was uh, a student athlete at Clemson once upon a time. Assistant head coach Marcus Higgins was my quarterback when I was at UVA. Clint Sentum was one of my teammates there, also one of my teammates with the New York Giants. I know those guys pretty well, and it's just unfortunate that they're trying to to help these young men navigate this tragedy. Um, one of the things that's easy to get lost is that there are there are brothers in that locker room that are going to have to deal with the loss of this. You know, it's a, it's a tragic loss of life for those three young men, no doubt. But then there's the fallout from that, and that's trying to you know pick up the pieces and knowing that somebody that you love is no longer going to be with you. And it just, my heart aches for them as well, just trying to figure out how to get past this and how to work through all of the different emotions, all the different feels. And so, uh, you know, this is this is one of those things where you don't have any words, Carlin. You just don't. And I just hope that the coaching staff and the support staff there at UVA and the community um, in Charlottesville can wrap their arms around all of those young people, all of the students there, that are no doubt impacted by what happened to last night. You can't begin to uh, understand these things. You can't begin to uh, understand how the families, as you mentioned, are dealing with this. Um, and you can't begin to understand how an entire community, uh, that campus has become, when you're in college during those four years, that's home. And how someone, in essence, uh, in your home does something like this. And there is no way to make sense of it, to be truthful about it. Mm. But I just think that, um, you know, we always talk about thoughts and prayers and this kind of thing. And at this point, it's, it's all we can do as people from the outside. All you can do as somebody that's very close to that community at this point is is to pray for healing, is to hope for healing, but I, I don't even know that that ever comes. You hope, you pray for comfort of those who are really 
suffering right now. And um, listen, you know, we always think of athletes and as fans from the outside, we don't think of athletes enough a lot of the time as human beings. It's just, it's just true. Um, Mm. And I think Chris, in an instance like this, um, trying to understand how Tony Elliott, how the president of the university, how anybody can possibly um, try to help these young men and women navigate through what this is, I, I don't. I wouldn't know where to begin, and I wouldn't know where to take it. And all you can do is just continue to hope that they can provide the guidance and leadership. Uh, to help them through that. I read the president's statement earlier, and it was, he just expressed what everybody is truly expressing. When it happens in your community, you can never fully ever um, understand it, but at the same time, um, provide the amount of love and uh, understanding, and not understanding so much, but just the support that yes. these families, that this community is going to need, there's never going to be enough of them. No, there's not, Carl. And, and this is going to leave a huge hole in the hearts of not only the UVA football program, but the UVA community as a whole. And, and that's the thing. This is not something that's going to be easy to work past. And when you're dealing with young men and women, sometimes processing these traumatic events is not the easiest thing. And so you just hope that, those students, the student athletes that are associated with the program, get the proper support. But, Carlin, what's so disappointing about all of this is that you're talking about bright futures for young men that was lost. You know, you've got three student athletes, and, and, one, and, and the suspect was once upon a time a walk-on uh, on the football program. So this is somebody in the UVA football family. You're talking about all of their lives all of their futures being gone, essentially. And that, 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 is, that is truly tragic. And, and, it, and it hurts me to think about it because mm. when you go to college, a part of it is I care about my future. I care about what my life looks like. And for something like this to happen and to end those futures, it's, it's, it's truly, truly sad. And, and this is a dark day in UVA football's history. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 